Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, right, once again, everybody. Welcome to this latest edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden. I'm Derek Gunn. It is week six in the National Football League. And, of course, the uh, Eagles will open up week six at home on a Thursday night against the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We will get to that game later. Uh, but to go over uh, what we did last week and to look ahead to all the week six competition, I'm bringing in my man, Daniel. And Daniel, as we always do each and every week, first and foremost, how did we do last week? Last week we both did well, but we did tie. So we both went 12 and four last week. Um, we had some good picks. I mean, I, I, I picked the Bills last week. You were a little skeptical of that, but uh, I, I, I have a good feeling about the Bills this year. I had them last week and they beat, they went in and beat up on the Chiefs. That, that was the, the Bills the whole way, um, but yeah. Both, uh, good week for us. We're, we're getting into a nice little stride here. All right. Well, let's uh, now move ahead and see how we stack up for week number six as the season really starts to get interesting now. All right. Let's start off with the Dolphins at the Jaguars. The Dolphins are three and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. You know, it, 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 it's a shame that um, um, people in London, because this game's being played in London, uh, it, it's a shame that people in London who want to see a good football game are stuck watching the Dolphins and the Jaguars in this particular game. Uh, these two teams combined are one and nine. The Jaguars are a team in transition uh, in a new direction. The Dolphins, uh, they're just a hot mess right now. And I feel for Brian Flores because he's such a good coach. But uh, the Dolphins are favored in this game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of his. He's a decent quarterback. But in this case, because the Jaguars still have a ways to go yet in terms of being a little bit more cohesive and getting that first W uh, for Urban Myers, uh, I, I'm going to pick the Dolphins in this with the points. So I, I said that the Jaguars, uh, the game was in Jacksonville, but obviously the game is in London. 
It's funny, the Jaguars, it feels like London is home for them though. They, they've been playing there for the last few years. They've, they've always seemed to be the team that gets sent over to London. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and they always point, lose in London. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but this time, I think they shake it off. I think this is where Trevor Lawrence gets his first win of, the, uh, oh. of his career. I'm going with the Jaguars here and a little bit of an upset. Okay. All right. I like I like your daringness. I like that. Hey, let's go. Have fun, risky this week. Uh, we got the Packers at the Bears. The Packers got four and a half point favorites in Chicago. Oh, battle for first place in the NFC North. The Packers won game up on the Bears, and I'll tell you, the Packers are coming out of the game. They should have lost twenty different ways in Cincinnati, but nobody wanted to win the game. Nobody wanted to hit a field goal. Five field goals total missed in that game. Mason Crosby, who's been Mr. Automatic before that game and hit 27 consecutive field goals, missed three potential game-winning field goals in that game. But luckily for the Packers, Joe Burrow made a young quarterback mistake early in that overtime and threw a pick. Green Bay still couldn't capitalize at that point. They had to wait until later in OT. But Aaron Rodgers right now, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are unstoppable. It's like these two are on some telepathic journey together. They always know where each other is supposed to be. All they do is look at each other, which is what a lot of quarterbacks and wide receivers do. They just give each other a look and, you know, they know what they're going to do in terms of running routes. But this is ridiculous what these two are doing. You know, Devontae Adams is not the fastest receiver out there, but my goodness, he is one of the top two or three route runners in the game today. Green Bay has had the Bears numbers forever. You know, Justin Fields, okay, they, they beat the Raiders team, shocked us all, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, Justin Fields has a ways to go. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers in Chicago, considering uh, A-Rod's record against the Bears. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The Packers, like you said, that nobody seemed to want to win that game on Sunday in Cincinnati. It's funny that the Cincinnati kicker celebrated that he, he hit the, the field goal before it even went in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching him. I'm so convinced that it's going in that I, I switched channels and then I, <laughs> I found out the game is still going on. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I'm like, what's going on? So he tricked me. I, I mean, that, that game was insane at, at the end. Um, but yeah, the Bears, I'm honestly surprised that the Bears are three and two. I was shocked to see that. I, they don't feel like a three and two team. Um, I'm going with the Packers here. Uh, I, like you said, Justin Fields has a ways to go. I do believe in him for the future of the Bears, but right now I, I don't really like the roster around him either. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty comfortable going with the Packers here. Yeah, plus the Bears' offense is ranked 32nd in the National Football League. I'm not, I'm not going up. I'm, I'm not even considering that against Green Bay in this game. Yeah, and on top of that, you have the David Montgomery injury. So absolutely, it, it, which is a big, a big chunk of their offense. All right, next we have the other participant in that Bengals-Packers game. We have the Bengals at the Lions. The Bengals are uh, three and a half point favorites in Detroit. You know, Joe Burrow, uh, I love all these young quarterbacks that have come out uh, in recent years. And Joe Burrow is, is another one. And man, he's throwing to his former teammate, Jamar Chase. That kid's already a stud, um, you know, and, and they're going to bounce back. The Lions are coming close. They're getting closer and closer. The head coach was crying after the game. Uh, their last game against the Vikings, they lost 19-17. And you look at some of the losses they've had. Um, you know, they've played San Francisco, Green Bay, Baltimore, Chicago, Minnesota. They lost to Baltimore by two points as well. This Lions team, you know, they're right there. They just can't figure out how to win from stumbling all over themselves. I was toying with the idea of picking the Lions <laughs> to get their first win of the season here. But because of your smirking, 
I'm taking a sure bet. I'm taking Cincinnati <laughs> yeah. in this game. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bengals here. And, and I'm actually going to go as far as to say the Bengals are going to be in the playoffs this year. I love watching this Bengals team. Uh, and to have a quarterback like Joe Burrow, who just keeps his head his head on him uh, when when it's, when it's he's under pressure, Bengals haven't had that in a long time. So uh, I'm yep. going with the Bengals here. The Lions, they get they get so close every week. I just yep. don't see how, how they're going to find a way to slow down this this Bengals offense. Jamar Chase has been amazing. Um, overall, the, the whole Bengals offense, their, their defense isn't as great, but it really helps to have an offense that, that can sustain drives to, to make sure your defense is getting rest. Um, I mean, we see that with the Eagles all the time. The offense goes three and out, and the defense ends up getting tired by the end of the game. But the Bengals don't have that problem. Uh, I'm going with the Bengals here with the points. Uh, next, we have the Texans at the Colts. The Colts are going uh, are, are nine and a half point favorites uh, at home in Indianapolis. Yeah, that point spread sounds about right. I believe the Colts are the best one and four football team I've seen in recent years. Um, you know, you look at how they've lost some of their games, and look at how they lost their game uh, to the Ravens on Monday night. They had the Ravens dead to rights, and they were up twenty-five to nine in the fourth quarter and couldn't put it away because of a phenomenal comeback by Lamar Jackson and that offense down in Baltimore. I mean, they've got the weapons. Carson Wentz is not playing bad football. I know people in this region are, you know, say, hey, Carson, all he did was change uniforms and he's still the same old Carson. But, you know, he's not playing bad in Frank Reich's offense. I mean, they've got Jonathan Taylor. they got a decent defense. You know, uh, the kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, missed that 47-yard field goal at the end of regulation. They would have beat Baltimore, but it didn't happen. Page, uh, Patriots were losing to the Texans. Texans had them, and somehow the Texans let them off the hooks. Uh, the Colts favored by almost double digits at home against this Texas team. Yep, I got to take uh, Frank Reich's crew at home with the points in this game. Oh, you're taking the points. Uh, I'm, I'm also going with the Colts. I'm not taking the points. Uh, this was, however, the best we've, I think we've seen this Colts offense look since Carson Wentz uh, has, has been there uh, this past Monday night. Again, you had them. They, they had them dead to rights, and that Blankenship field goal at the end. It was a bad weekend all around for kickers in the, in the NFL. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with the Colts here. The Texans, man, that was a tough one to let slip, slip away. I, I wanted them to hold on to that game against the Patriots, but they just couldn't do it. I, I, Davis Mills is inconsistent. I, I'm going with the Colts. But no, without the points, I'm not sure that their offense is going to be that consistent throughout this year. Okay. Next we have, uh, next we have the Rams at the Giants. The Rams are getting ten and a half points in New York. Ten and a half. That's it. That's all. <laughs> ten and a half. Are you kidding me? You got you got Daniel Jones who's in concussion protocol. You know Kenny Galladay is a hyperextended knee. He may not play in this game. Uh, Saquon Barkley has an ankle injury. There rumors about there he might have a fractured ankle and stuff like, like this. Man, this is like David versus Goliath, man. I mean, this this is this is bad. This one could be bad. You know, and I say that, of course, the Giants could rise up and give him a game. But, man, when you look at the weapons Matthew Stafford had as his disposal, um, you know, they beat the Seahawks team. Deshaun Jackson had one catch in that game, but it was a 68-yard catch. <laughs> you know, that that's that's all he needs, one catch. Yeah. You know, you're talking about Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. I mean, this team is loaded. So I, I, I would take the Rams on the road, and, and I'm brave enough to take the Rams in the 10 and a half points. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm taking the Rams with the 10 and a half points. 
you take away, I mean, you look at that offense, the offense, the Giants offense was already struggling before last week. And then you take away Daniel Jones and then you take away Saquon Barkley. What's left? I mean, Kadarius Tony had a great game until he decided to get into a fight at the end of the game. Exactly. Uh, I'm uh, going with the Rams here. This is going to be a runaway for them. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this week because, again, I have Cooper Cup, so it's going to be a big week for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Rams here with the points. Next, we have the, the Kansas City Chiefs, the two and three Kansas City Chiefs at the Washington football team. The Chiefs are seven-point favorites in Washington. If there was ever a prop bet I would have taken, it would have been Kansas City. If somebody had said, you know what, Kansas City is going to be sub-500 after five games, I would have said, that's sure money in my pocket because I definitely would have gone against that. But lo and behold, this Chiefs team has been, you're talking about riding that proverbial roller coaster. They got, they got embarrassed at home by Buffalo. And I mean embarrassed in Kansas City by Buffalo. And Andy Reid, I can imagine Andy Reid's fit to be tied right now. He's like a caged leopard. Washington, we keep saying this every week, but Washington's defense has really been a major disappointment. If, when you talk about some of the biggest defenses through weeks, week five of the National Football League, I would say Washington's defense is right up there because we all thought the defense would be a lockdown type defense and it was the offense that would have to help the defense out. But lo and behold, it's the offense helping the defense out instead of the defense helping the offense out. It's, it's, that's, that's the way it's been so far. So I, I'm gonna take the Chiefs to bounce back in a big way at Washington on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I'm also taking the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, the Washington had a hard time stopping the New Orleans Saints offense. And I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over James Winston. So I think uh, I think they're gonna have just as hard they're gonna have a much harder time this this upcoming week. I mean the Chiefs did lose Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, that that is a, a pretty significant loss for them. But outside of that, I mean they have weapons on weapons on weapons. They'll, they'll put it together. I'm not. A, I'm not worried about this Chiefs team yet. Uh, the Chiefs defense, however, does does worry me a little bit. They, they seem to not be able to stop the pass or the run. Um, but watching the football team doesn't seem to do either one of those very well. So, so uh, I'm going with the Chiefs here with the points. Next, we have the Vikings at the Panthers. The Vikings are getting one point in Carolina. If if there was ever a game, if I was a betting man. If there was a game I would not touch, it's this game because both of these teams are like Jekyll and Hyde. I can't figure out either one of these teams. Uh, Minnesota's struggled to get by a Detroit team. Uh, Sam Darnold cost the Panthers a win against the Eagles. Man, he telegraphed passes left and right. And uh, after starting out 3-0, and Carolina's now lost two straight games. Carolina's defense is legit. I'll give them that. I'll give them that respect. Their defense is legit. But without Christian McCaffrey, it's just a different offense uh, for Carolina. I, this is the kind of game where you close your eyes and throw a dart. So I, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the home team in this one. I'm going to take the Panthers in this game. All right, interesting. So yeah, like you said, uh, Sam Darnold was a mess on Sunday, telegraphing all his passes. The Panthers played so poorly on Sunday that that they're letting the Vikings be the the favorite in Carolina. I, I I couldn't believe that line when I saw it. I thought, I, I honestly, when I when I read that, I just checked to make sure I had that right, that Minnesota was the favorite in Carolina after that, the start the Carolina had. Ah, uh, this is a tough one. We don't know if McCaffrey's playing yet. 
Um, I'm gonna go with the Vikings here. Oh! I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I don't feel good about this pick at all, because uh, this could definitely go either way. But the Vikings receivers have showed up this year. Uh, Thielen and Justin Jefferson have, have really started to get into a nice groove. I don't really have much reasoning going into this pick outside of I don't really like what I'm seeing out of that Panthers offense. But let's go with the Vikings. Let's shake it up a little bit. Like I said, I'm feeling All risky right. this week. All right, sounds right. good. We got the Chargers at the Ravens. The Ravens are three-point favorites in Baltimore. Here's another game where you can close your eyes and throw a dart at the board and just take whatever, which way the dark, dark sticks. I love the way the Chargers are playing right now. I keep waiting for the Chargers to disappoint like they do each and every week to fall apart. But this, this is something different about this Chargers team as they sit atop the AFC West. Of all teams, the Chargers sitting on the top of the AFC West. What a game. What a win they got against the uh, Cleveland Browns this past Sunday. That running back they have, uh, Austin Eckler. Man, if you talk about a guy who's a pinball machine, banging on people left and right. Ravens, incredible comeback against the Colts in front of a national audience. Lamar Jackson is on another planet. You know, I love watching him play. He's like watching playground football. I think this game could go either way. And I was in a game this close, I always lean towards the home team. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lean in favor of the Ravens this week. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. The Chargers just find a uh, unlike, I mean, any of the Chargers teams we've seen, this Chargers team finds a way to win games. I mean, it, it's very impressive. I mean, <laughs> the Chargers, they had the right idea when, with Austin Eckler stopping at the goal line uh, and trying not to run the ball in. The Browns smartly pick him up and just carry him into the end zone. And the Chargers still find a way to win that game. So even when things don't go their, their way, they still win the game. I, I just, I like this Chargers team. I think they're going to be a, a tough team uh, in the playoffs. I love what I'm seeing from Justin Herbert. Give me the Chargers here. I'm going with the Chargers on the road. Next, we have another big game. We have the Cardinals at the Browns. The Browns are three-point favorites in Cleveland against the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Yeah, the Browns uh, really cost themselves by blowing that game against the Chargers. This one is uh, at the uh, Mistake by the Lake. I'm looking at the weather forecast Sunday in Cleveland. It's supposed to be 59 degrees a high and 40% chance of rain after a 70% chance of rain on the Saturday. Um, so to me, it's not cold enough yet to freeze out the Cardinals. Cardinals struggled with a division opponent. Um, I, I get that when you play division opponents, the games are always a little bit different than you anticipate. I think for one more week, the Cardinals remain unblemished. I'm going to take the Cardinals to go into Cleveland on a cloudy day and get past the Browns. As good as the Browns are on defense, as much talent as they have, I don't know if they can stop Kyler Murray in that offense. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, – if the weather is bad, here's the thing. If, if, it's, if it does, in fact, rain, I'm going with the, Bron uh, the Browns here. I, you know, I'll go with the Browns. Uh, I think the Browns, <laughs> that, that run game, I love that run game so much. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both going crazy this year. Um, and like you said, that defense, that Browns defense is probably going to be the best, has been the best defense that the Cardinals have seen this year. Uh, I'm going with the Browns here. I, I, it, this is this game, like you said, it, it could go either way. But uh, yeah, let's, let's have some fun. Go with the Browns. Uh, next, we have the Raiders at the Broncos. The Broncos are getting three and a half points in Denver. 
You know, just when we thought the Raiders were going to be one of these teams that uh, contend for the divisional title, man, they've fallen by the wayside lately. Uh, they lose to the Bears of all teams. I'm shocked they lost to the Bears. Now, of course, the John, John Gruden fiasco, you wonder how much that's going to affect the overall team. Um, if the Raiders are playing this game at home, I might lean towards the Raiders just because they want to bounce back in a big way um, at home. Uh, in front of their fans for that to get that moral support behind them. But because this divisional battle is being played out in Denver, and I'm not sold on Denver after how Denver lost that game in Pittsburgh. Uh, and of course, as I talked about a couple of weeks ago, you look at how Denver won their first three games. They beat the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Well, their last two losses have come against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So it tells me that teams that have a little muscle behind them, the Broncos uh, are not ready to stand up against yet. But because the Raiders are distracted by, by all this stuff with John Gruden, I'm, this is my iffy pick of the week, but I'm going to take the Broncos at home in this one. Yeah, and actually for every reason you just said, with the, all the distractions around the Raiders right now, I'm also going to go with the Broncos. I, I do think the Raiders are the better team. I just don't think this is a good week for the Raiders, uh, and especially with the game being on the road. Uh, mile high is a tough place to play. I'm going with the Broncos here. Uh, next, we have the Cowboys at the Patriots. The Cowboys are getting four points in New England. Cowboys at the Patriots. Uh, I don't have to spend a lot of time on this game. I mean, you look at the way Dallas is playing right now. I mean, Dak Prescott and that offense are rolling, and the defense has been playing much better. It's amazing. Since they inserted that kid, Michael Parsons, in that defense, that defense has been playing a lot better. It's not a, it's, it's not a, 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 what I would consider a stout defense now but it is much better than the Dallas defense they put on the field a season ago. So with that said, I think the Patriots in trouble. Dallas gets this one, and they move to 5-1. and one. Yeah, I agree. And the Cowboys defense isn't, like you said, it's not stout, but they are they are a playmaking defense. They, yes. they, they make a lot of, they force a lot of turnovers. Trayvon Diggs is having an amazing year. He's probably the front runner for defense player of the year, you have to think. I agree. I mean, he, He's at what six interceptions six so far interceptions. this year? Yeah, and six interceptions in five weeks. That's that's crazy. I'm uh, going with the Cowboys here. Their offense has also been amazing. I mean, we saw that coming. The offense has never been the problem for the Cowboys. Uh, but yeah, the the Patriots rough game last week. Even though they came out with the win, not a really good look to to have it come down to the wire there against Houston, and they did not look good in that in that win. All right, next we have the Seahawks at the Steelers. The Steelers are getting five points at home in Pittsburgh. Wow, Russell Wilson out four to eight weeks. Had missed a game in his career, 149 consecutive regular season starts. And now Seattle, as much as they've struggled, they have to go at least another month without Russell Wilson. I'm not a fan of Geno Smith. Uh, he almost rallied them to beat to come back against the Rams. Then all of a sudden he resort, he were, he resorted back to the old Geno Smith that we we come to know and love. Uh, Steelers at home. This is a weird game. Battle of two and three teams. Uh, it, it's 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 unbelievable that we're talking about both of these teams sitting in two and three. Uh, this is the national game on a Sunday night. What I do like is that Steelers running attack with Najee um, Najee Harris. So I'm going to take the Steelers at home this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Seahawks being beaten up, as beaten up as they are, not having Russell Wilson, who is by far the best player on their team. Uh, yeah, the Steelers here. I, I don't have to think about it too much. And how about Ben Roethlisberger showing some life this past week? Letting yeah. it loose a little bit, throws a, throws a deep touchdown to Deontay Johnson. 
shutting up a lot of the people that thought he couldn't throw it past 20 yards anymore. And, and um, don't forget, they're going to be without Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, who's going to be out possibly for a few weeks with a shoulder injury. That's going to hurt their vertical game a little bit. I've heard it's uh, it's actually uh, four months with his surgery. Four so months, he's, he's done with He's, he's done, done for the season. Yeah, yeah he's done. Yeah. Uh, but I, but like you said, Najee Harris is was a great pickup for them. Uh, he was amazing in Alabama. He's doing the same thing here in, uh, in, in Pittsburgh. I'm going with the Steelers here. Uh, I don't like you said. We we know and love uh, Geno Smith, but it's a uh, it's not not a good look <laughs> for the no, Seahawks. No. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Monday night we have the Bills at the Titans. The Bills are getting five and a half points in Tennessee. You know, after watching the Bills wreck Kansas City, I, I think I, initially you might want to say this is a slam dunk. But Tennessee at home uh, under the national spotlight. Yeah, you got, they got that kid, Derrick Henry. They got the human battering ram, Derrick Henry, who's leading the uh, NFL in rushing right now, and rightfully so, when you consider how many carries that guy gets. Buffalo has been playing great on both sides of the football. This is going to be one of those backyard uh, knuckle junction type games, I believe. Um, I believe it's going to be a game where it's going to be at least in the high 20s for both teams. And But the way Buffalo's playing right now, I'm going to take the Bills on the road in this yeah, I'm also going to take the Bills. And Derrick Henry, like you said, has been amazing. Number one rusher in the NFL this year. But outside of that, their their offense hasn't looked too good. Albeit they did have, they've been dealing with injuries with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. And on top of that, I mean, the Bills offense just looks unstoppable. They It looks like they yeah. score on every possession. I don't even know I, I don't even know if I've seen their puncher this, this season yet. Um, I'm going with the Bills here. I like the Titans, but I just don't think they have enough to keep to keep up with the Bills. All right, and now we have our own Eagles on Thursday night hosting the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks are getting seven points in Philly. Finally, we get to talk about the Eagles coming off a win. Man, it seemed like eons since we've had a chance to talk about the Eagles winning a game, but. You know, Sam Darnold, thank you very much for serving up three picks. Thank you, special teams, for getting a block punt. The one thing that concerns me about the Eagles is I know they played a much better defense um, in that Panthers defense compared to the previous week. But with all those turnovers and the block punt, they only scored 21 points in this game. And that's a little bit concerning. And now you're going up against one of the most potent offenses in the National Football League. That man, Tom Brady just came off of five touchdown pass performance. Yes, it's against the Dolphins, but still, this man's throwing touchdown passes by accident. And when you look at the weapons he has, uh, it's it's sick. The the running back, the depth at running back, the depth at wide receiver, it's sick what Tom Brady has at his disposal. Uh, and they're going to come in here on a Thursday night. Now the Eagles are six and zero on Thursday nights since 2016 they're the only undefeated team on thursday nights during that time frame since 2016. um you know i want to give the home team an edge here but i'm not right now i'm not betting against tom brady and, and, and that crew of weapons they have on both sides of the ball plus tampa bay you can't run on tampa bay so that means jalen hurst is gonna have to throw the ball 50 times which means tampa bay is gonna pin their ears back and come after them just after, just like carolina did yeah it's funny uh you, you mentioned their run defense. They have the, the, uh, an amazing run defense, but they don't even need to against the Eagles. <laughs> like we, we, they don't run the ball, so it's not even no. not even a thing. Jalen Hurts is used to throwing it 50 times a game now. Uh, this is going to be a, an eye opener for uh, for Jalen Hurts. We're, we're going to learn a lot about Jalen Hurts this game. You're going against the defense, but their secondary 
it's as beat up as anybody in the NFL. I mean, they're, yeah. they're down to their last guys. I mean, they went, they got picked up Richard Sherman. They're, they're not healthy at all in the secondary. We'll see how these Eagles receivers do when it comes to getting separation. Uh, how good, how Jalen Hurst can, if Jalen Hurst can finally hit some deep throws with some consistency, uh, I'd love to see more Quez Watkins uh, out of this offense. It seems like every time he's in the game, something big happens. Absolutely. And, and this offense needs as many big plays as it can get because it's not really getting them outside of that. I like the Bucks here. Tough game for the Eagles. It's a shame they, they went six and zero over those uh, since 2016 on Thursday night. That's coming to an end this week. Uh, it's it's just too much. The Bucks offense is. I mean, the Eagles defense plays play good against the Panthers. Yes, they but, did. Uh, but Tom Brady is a different quarterback than Sam Darnold. He's not going to be telegraphing passes uh, <laughs> like he was. And the way the Eagles the Eagles run his own defense, Tom Brady, like that's fine. That is fine with Tom Brady. He'll just sit there and pick pick you apart, dink and dunk down the field, and just get a touchdown every possession. It, it, he he's a computer. Like he there's no defense that's, that's going to stop him every time, uh, let alone his own. It's going to be a long night for the for Eagles fans, including myself. On Thursday night. Plus, plus, just when you think you're going to have to sit and watch him dink and dunk you all night, that's when he sets you up to take that deep shot. Is it Mike Evans? Is it Antonio Brown? Is it Chris Godwin? It doesn't make a difference because one of those guys are going to get open. So you're right. I hope it's an entertaining game. I just don't see the Eagles winning this game. Yeah, and and they're not going to have Rob Gronkowski. But then you have, okay, we we don't have Rob Gronkowski, so here we have O.J. Howard. And we have Cameron Brake. Cameron Brake, yeah. All these solid players, they're, they're just so deep. They have, you have Leonard Fournette, and you have Ronald Jones backing him up, and you have Gio Bernard as, as a receiving running back. It just it never ends with the weapons on that team. And, of course, uh, as we sit here and take this podcast, we don't know the status of Dallas Goddard because he's in, uh, he's in uh, COVID protocol. So we don't even know if he's playing on Thursday tonight as well. All right, so there you have it. The week six NFL picks from Daniel and myself. And if you didn't hear us mention anything about the Atlanta Falcons, the Saints, the Jets, or the 49ers, that's because they're all on the first bye week of the 2021 NFL season. So until next week, when we rehash how we did for week six and look ahead to week number seven in the National Football League. For Daniel, I'm Derek Gunn. You have been listening to Jumping the Gun, powered by Patterson Square Garden. So long, everybody. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.